Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do, and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hey, friend, and welcome to this episode. I am so glad you're here. Now, before we dive in, I want to talk a little bit about what I've seen at the beginning of this year. So we're still in January 2022. If you're listening to this far into the future, that's okay. What I wanted you to know is that over the new year period, I spent a lot of time listening really closely to my clients and analyzing where they were getting the results that they wanted and where things weren't working exactly as expected. And I talked to them and I looked at my notes and I thought about what was going on. And in every single case, this is the one word, it's fear. And I realized that we all hold ourselves back because of fear. And so I decided to do a few episodes, different things to do with fear. And I'm hoping that you're going to find them useful. These episodes are dedicated to my clients, past, present, future clients. I want more than anything to help you guys live the life of your dreams. So let's dive in. This first episode is called Let's Talk About the Elephant in the Room. And as I said, I've got a few episodes that are going to be coming along, and they're all focused on fear. So let's go. So I want to talk to you about the elephant in the room. And this goes for all kinds of coaches, service professionals, leaders, online entrepreneurs. It doesn't matter where you are or who you are. But it's one of the things, it's one of those main ways that we hold ourselves back from being all that we are capable of being. And that thing is other people's opinions, or rather, how we think other people think. So what do other people think of us? And how often do you choose to do something different because of what you think they're thinking? Do you hold yourself back because of what other people might think? So 
I wanted to talk about this. And so I've written a bunch of notes and I'm just going to tell you some thoughts. And my hope is as I'm processing and learning and I'm sharing my lessons with you, that you take them in and you do something with them too. So why do other people's opinions, why do they mean so much to us? And I think for most coaches and healers and leaders, it's because for many of us small business owners, we're solopreneurs for the most part, maybe with a bit of a support team, but we are a reflection of our business. We may have a couple of people helping us, but our business is integral to us. And when your business is a little bit like this, especially when you're just starting out and you're pouring your heart and soul and mind into it, it really matters to you. You really invested in it and you're investing in it. And that's one of the amazing things, right? We've got a business. We can be so passionate about our business and create something that really reflects us. A business with soul, our soul, our heart, our business, all intertwined together. So when you and your business are so close, other people's opinions might feel more important because it's not just about your business. It's also about you. Think what would happen if your business was selling a product, like a random old product that you had found in the marketplace, not even one that you'd invented. Maybe the product that you're selling is chairs or something like that, something physical, something that's um, that you can put your fingers on. And you didn't create it, you didn't design it. But now you're selling it. And it's just not going to have the same impact with you. It doesn't have all of your heart in it. Your investment in it would probably be money and time for the planning. But it's not at the same level as being a coach. They would have had their thought about it, those designers and manufacturers. Everybody's got thoughts about their things. Everyone has judgments and everybody has opinions. But it wouldn't matter so much to you if somebody didn't like that chair you were selling because it wouldn't feel like they're judging you. So that's one thing for you to think about. What kinds of things does your mind say to you? It might be worried about questions like this. What will my friends think? Or, you know what, I've always wanted to be a coach, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to shift my career. I'm going to create this side hustle, and maybe eventually I am going to have an amazing business. So what will people say to you or say about you? What will your family say? And when they say it, what does it sound like, right? You might say something like, I've always wanted to be a coach. And what will they say? Well, they might say, oh, okay, isn't that kind of an unusual thing to do? Or are you sure that's really uh, an important thing? Or could you really make it at that? And so how often do you hold yourself back because of what you think might somebody else might say? The thing is, you don't actually know what they're going to say. They might say, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. What an exciting thing. I know you're going to be successful. I know it's perfect for you. They may say that, or they might say something like this. Ooh, are you sure? And then try to talk you out of it. 
They could say any of those things and anywhere in between. The thing is, you know you've got no idea what they're going to say or what their opinion is. So notice how you project your fear on others. And then you take that fear and you create a story based on that fear. Now, with care, I want to say this to you because we all do this. That story sometimes is based on some past experiences for sure. But for the most part, we imagine a story that's not a great story. We imagine that they're not going to say something nice to us. We imagine that they're not going to support us the way that we'd like it. And so then what we do is we change our actions based on a story that we have thought, not that we've actually experienced. And that way we stifle ourselves. So in that story, you allow that to change how you think. So get me here. You create a story in your mind and that story that you created changes how you think. And most of those times we know that we have a bias, a negative bias. So most of those times, those stories are negative and we think somebody's going to be mean to us or judge us. We think that, but we don't actually know, right? So these important words, we imagine, we project, we think, and all of this, all of this is us making up stories in our own mind. It all starts with our thoughts. And we are the ones that choose the story. And so that's the way that you can move forward, to take back your power and to move into doing those things that you really, really want to do. Remember, those thoughts are your thoughts, whether they're true or not. Who knows, right? And because of those thoughts, we either put a lid on our passion and don't allow ourselves to shine, or maybe even we dull our sparkle just a little. Sometimes we do a little, sometimes we do a lot. But what kind of thoughts are you having? So now, what I'm saying to you is this. When someone says, you're kidding, right? Or they might even say, you know what? I think you should take a dose of the real world. That's never going to work. Of course, they get to say it, right? They're used to having a certain relationship with you. They want you to stay safe because they care about you. They also don't want you to change because it upsets their apple cart as well. Maybe you guys are used to doing the salsa dance together. And now with your change in life, it's like you're changing to the waltz, and they might be a little uncomfortable too. They also might be doing it because they really truly believe that they're protecting you. They love you, they care for you, and they don't want you to get hurt. So yeah, they might say those things, the things that we fear, but they may say them from completely different places. And again, you've got no control because guess what? When you start to think about it, when you second guess, you hold yourself back because of how you imagine somebody else might judge you. Or you hold yourself back because you imagine what their opinion is going to be. And the reality is other people will judge you. It's a fact of life. We can't help it. I judge people all the time. 
You judge people all the time. We form our opinions every single day. So of course, other people are judging you too. And if you ever thought about it that way, now sometimes you're going to suspect maybe they're judging me positively. Maybe instead of going to that negative bias, we try, maybe they'll say, wow, that's so cool. And other times they're not going to say that. So think about this. When we think they're going to judge us, do we even consider that they may judge us kindly and positively and they might encourage us? Now we automatically jump to that negative place, but we don't have to make that assumption. So what are you noticing as I describe this to you? Are you starting to shift your perspective just a little? They may judge you when they see you online. They may judge you when you do a video. They may judge you when they see your photo or hear you speak. They may judge your appearance. They may say, he's too loud and boisterous. I hate that. Or they might say, she's too fat. Or they might say, he's too skinny. Who knows? They may say all those things. But what often happens is that we might hear the judgment. And here's where we can change. We might decide that we've got no control over what they think or their judgment. We can change who we are. That's the only thing that we've got control over. Who we are, how we show up, how we think, how we feel. And we get to learn how to accept ourselves and our choices and our dreams. Let me give you some other thoughts. And I don't know if you've noticed this about judgment, but sometimes somebody might look at you and say, oh, I love how her eyes sparkle when she smiles. Or, oh, she is such a kind, caring person. Would you ever think about those kinds of judgments? Probably not. Now, let's flip the script around a little bit. And I want to show you one other thing. Is that sometimes we use our own judgments against us. And here's what I mean. We might look at somebody else. And we might say something like that. Oh, I love how her eyes sparkle when she smiles. She just shines from within. And then we flip the script and we turn that mirror on ourselves. And we might say things like, Ugh, my eyes never do that. Do you feel how we looked at somebody else and found something amazing and something to admire about them, but then use that against ourselves? We judge that other person so kindly and then turn it on ourselves like a weapon. What about this one? A little bit different. Oh, look at that. She's got a great behind. And then a lot of people might turn that mirror on themselves and go, oh, I wish my behind looked like that too. But mine is kind of flat. Taking a compliment that you were giving to somebody else and then turning the mirror on yourself and using that mirror as a way to put yourself down. So think about it people are always going to form opinions. They're going to form opinions about you no matter what. And sometimes those opinions might be great. They might be complimentary. So who knows? And at the end of it, we can't control their opinions at any time, not just today or tomorrow. Even if we do the best job we've ever done, we still can't control their opinions. And remember, too, that a lot of times when they're making their opinion about you, 
it might actually be a reflection of how they think of themselves. Or maybe they're thinking how you're better than they are and turning that compliment on themselves, just like you might do the same to you. So to close out this episode, I found this quote and I wanted to read it to you. It kind of sums up the idea about other people's opinions and I love it. It says, and I believe it's an Eleanor Roosevelt quote. It says, you probably wouldn't worry about what other people think of you if you could know how seldom they actually do. Pause for a moment and take that in. Do you get that? So often, people aren't even thinking about you. They're so busy thinking about themselves and their lives and their challenges. So they're using that opinion sometimes, and sometimes you're not even their focus. So when you're thinking about what somebody else is going to say, what's going to happen? Really? Probably nothing. Probably they're thinking of themselves or probably they're looking at you in admiration because you're going out there and creating the life of your dreams and they're turning it on themselves as a reminder of where they aren't stepping up in their own life. So notice we can use opinions, other people's opinions in many ways. Do we imagine what their opinion might be and hold ourselves back? Do we look at somebody else and form our own opinion and spur ourselves forward, use them as a role model, or do we hold ourselves back? Lots for you to think about here, right? So I would encourage you to think about this, and I would love to hear how you're going to take this and move forward for yourself. Take the next step, take the next risk, become an awesome coach instead of holding yourself back. Allow yourself just to open up and shine and use your gifts because you are so needed in the world. I've got one more thing. If you have always been curious about what it takes to become a successful coach, I've got something that I wrote for you. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Becoming a Professional Coach. And I've got a link in the episode notes. I'd really encourage you to go and download it and have a read especially if this is something that you've been thinking about becoming a coach for a lot of years. If you've been thinking thoughts like, oh, I want to do that. I really want to be a coach. Download this free report, have a read, and you can always DM me with questions. I love to hear from you guys. And if you want even more help, maybe you have had enough of figuring it out on your own or taking hours and hours piecing together solutions by reading and watching and listening, then we should talk about how we could work together. I've got a few spaces open in my calendar for my private clients. Click on the link in the episode notes to find out how to apply to work with me. I'll be back and speak to you again next week. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.